2: Equal housing opportunity. I
3: was at the uh, emergency room for quite a few hours yesterday with one of my kids. I got to tell that story just because I'm um, always entertaining stuff happening in the emergency room. Oh boy. Always, and I was, well, yeah, yeah, and I thought, you know, a Monday at uh eleven thirty in the morning, nope, still, still plenty of what's what's that guy screaming about? What's wrong with her? Ugh,
0: what's wrong? It's with an him? exhausting place, it is, man.
3: It is a place you really don't ever want to be. Ugh. But <laughs> even that thinking
0: later. about the emergency room oh, makes yeah. me tired and depressed. Yeah, yikes! Oh man, so much good stuff to get to today. The, the the cop who got home, but it wasn't her home, and shot dead the guy who was in his home. Oof. What exactly happened with that? Has it been handled properly? Uh, really kind of odd and, and, and troubling. Oh, boy. What what else do we have? New plans for automatic fines if you use too much water. Understanding.
3: Areas. And America says goodbye to Subway's $5 footlong. Goodbye, $5 footlong. <laughs> Which wasn't actually a foot long. Wasn't that one of the problems?
0: So we will discuss after listening to the following. It is from one Tucker Carlson, his show, which I find incredibly compelling and well-researched at times, and slightly loony at others. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. that's it's, a fairly good description of our show.
3: It's interesting that way. Yeah. Um, he does look at his guests like they're eating a bowl of mayonnaise. <laughs>
0: correct. Straight from the jar. Straight <laughs> with a spoon. Or a bowl. Uh, so, anyway, um, this his introduction, which we've cut off, <clears throat> has to do with... Uh, the concern, the seemingly uh, omnipresent concern about Russia meddling with our election and having bought ads on Facebook, uh, trying to influence uh, the results, etc. Um, and, um, and then he gets into,
4: well, we'll let him uh, speak for himself. Then why has almost nobody said anything about the tech monopolies that now dominate the exchange of information in this country? If a few dozen Facebook ads are enough to subvert an election, Shouldn't we be worried about Facebook itself, which controls literally billions of ads? A couple of times on this show, social scientist Robert Epstein has pointed out that Google alone could determine the outcome of almost any American election just by altering its search suggestions. We'd never know what happened. Oh, say tech defenders, don't worry. These are businesses. They exist to make money, not to push political agendas. Well, it turns out that's not true, and we can prove it. An email obtained exclusively by this show reveals that a senior Google employee deployed the company's resources to increase voter turnout in ways she believed would help the Clinton campaign win in the last election. The email we obtained came from a woman named Eliana Murillo, the former head of Google's multicultural marketing department. She sent the email on November 9th, 2016. That was one day after the presidential election. That email was subsequently forwarded by two Google vice presidents to more staff members throughout the company. In her email, Maria Mario touts Google's multifaceted efforts to boost Hispanic turnout in the election. She notes that Latinos voted in record-breaking numbers, especially in states like Florida, Nevada, and Arizona. The last of which she describes as "quote a key state for us." She brags that the company used its power to ensure that millions of people saw certain hashtags and social media impressions with the goal of influencing their behavior during the election. Elsewhere in the email, Mario says Google, quote, supported partners like Voto Latino to pay for rides to the polls in key states. She describes this assistance as, quote, a silent donation. Murillo then says that Google helped Voto Latino create ad campaigns to promote those rides. Now, officially, Voto Latino is a nonpartisan entity, but that is a sham. Voto Latino is vocally partisan. Recently, the group declared that Hispanics, all Hispanics, are in President Trump's, quote, crosshairs. They said they plan to respond to this by registering another million additional Hispanic voters in the next presidential cycle. Voto Latino is a group with clear political goals, goals that Google supported in 2016. We asked both Google and Voto Latino for clarification. What exactly did Murillo mean by a silent donation? This is a potentially significant legal question. Neither company responded to us. At the end of her email, Murillo makes it clear that Google was working to get Hillary Clinton elected. This wasn't a get out the vote effort, whatever they say. It was not aimed at all potential voters. It wasn't even aimed at a balanced cross-section of subgroups. Google didn't try to get out the vote among, say, Christian Arabs in Michigan or Persian Jews in Los Angeles. They sometimes vote Republican. It was aimed only at one group, a group that Google cynically assumed would vote exclusively for the Democratic Party. Furthermore, this mobilization effort targeted not the entire country, but swing states vital to the Hillary campaign. This was not an exercise in civics. This was political consulting. It was, in effect, an in-kind contribution to the Hillary Clinton for President campaign. Okay. And at one point, uh, a little later on, he points out that
0: within one of those emails from this gal, uh, she expresses shock and horror and some regret that 30% of Hispanics voted for uh, Donald Trump. Um, And their expectation had been that it would be nearly exclusively a Hillary vote. So this is a multifaceted problem-slash-head-scratcher. You got the conduit of information in America, uh, which as
3: of yet has been hasn't been named a monopoly, right? Even though it's you know it is yeah. what it is,
0: uh, being nakedly partisanly political while seeking to uh, hide that from the populist. The populist, the campaign contribution thing. I'll let people who worry about that sort of thing worry about that sort of thing. Right. Um, I'm not really uh, concerned about Michael. Cohen paying off whores, Um, you know, the amount matters and what they're doing matters. I am much, much more concerned about Google's ability to massage search results, you know, get hashtags in front of people, et cetera, than I am um, a couple of uh, 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 women saying I, I banged Donald Trump. I mean, I just, please. So the significance of the one is dwarfed by the other.
3: Right. That whole search results thing is interesting. Um Computers do that. Algorithms do that, not human beings, right? But the human beings set the algorithms. But so you, you search something and you get different results in Los Angeles than you would get in Omaha?
0: Correct. Yeah, that's another thing they pointed out is that you Google always knows where you are. And they can change the search results by your locality and specifically... In a political season, or the day before the election, or something like that, specifically in a way to alter who shows up and and who votes and how. Uh, if I go, uh, if I Google uh, Joe Schmedkovich, who is uh, running for Congress uh, in my district, you know, and and we're trying to hold on to the House or whatever, and everything I, the first eight results on Shmedkovic are the scandals and malfeasance and his ex-wife saying that he's a bastard. The rest mm-hmm. of it, I mean, that could have a material. Sure effect on the election, and there are some who believe that Google could flip uh, virtually every uh, uh, toss up or leaning uh, contest it wanted to, you know, if it's a 60 40 thing, they're probably not going to be able to do anything. But uh, the wobblers,
3: Um, well, certainly no publishing outfit has ever had uh, that sort of power or reach. So that's new on the scene. Nobody's ever had that kind of reach. My guess would be, and I don't know this, my guess would be is that they have, you know, a political bent. Um, you know, we heard from that girl there and everything like that. But they haven't actively gotten into politics to really try to, like, make that their mission. Mm-hmm. But if they did, if at some point they did, yeah, like maybe in the 2020 presidential election, you wonder what they could accomplish.
0: Now, well, it seems pretty clear that they did, in 2016, attempt to get her done. Why is this different from companies so like the Koch
5: brothers or the NRA actively trying to get Republicans elected into into office? Well,
0: I that's mean, uh, number one. That's uh, you know, campaign contributions have to be disclosed, and so you know who's okay. given what so money, it, Although nobody ever looks into it, so right, right, you no, know yeah, the yeah. average voter has no idea. Um, that's the interesting part of this because I don't have any problem with if you know PepsiCo thinks that uh, Republicans will make people yeah. thirsty. And they give money to elect Republicans. You know, it's a collection of human beings, and, and political contributions are lawful. Uh, I don't have any problem. Are you I don't, don't companies think citizens are people Un- too. <laughs> exactly. Mitt Romney got killed for that. I'm not. I, I am troubled by Citizens United that famous ruling, um, but I don't see any other alternative under the First Amendment. But you know, the reasonable people disagree. So that's why this one is such a head scratcher for me. If they clandestinely are twisting information to their purposes. That's troubling just as a human being and a voter, and I just want people to know it.
3: But at what po- to what extent are they just like a newspaper that leans one
0: direction? Right, exactly. That's allowed, too. Right. And uh, nobody is compelling me to use Google instead of, for instance, Bing, or StartPage.com, <laughs> which it doesn't uh-huh. track you, et cetera. Um, they're a privacy thing. Um, somebody pointed out I use etc. too much, and I do. I'm just trying to. Th- it's a fast moving show. Anyway, um, <laughs> shut th- up, you people with that. I don't know. I, I it's probably I probably do use it too much. I okay, don't... well then send them to Joe. F you if you want to send them to me. Yeah, <laughs> bastards. Um, I think everybody needs to know it though. That Google is a nakedly liberal outfit, yeah. and they are seeking. To change your mind as you search for particularly political information. You are asking the Democrat National Committee for information on the Republican committee or the Republican candidate. Understand that.
3: Yeah, well, we're. You gotta hope that uh, in an open, free society like ours, this will shake out over time, but it'll take a while. For everybody, like it took a while for everybody to figure out. Oh, the cable channels now come at this from a point of view, mm-hmm. um, or the newspapers or whatever. But every, everybody understands that now. Right. Um, it'll take well, a, while to a lot. It's a lot easier to
0: recognize than than on cable TV than
3: Google. Yeah, but I didn't know or never thought about until fairly recently that I get different search results depending on where I am or who I am mm-hmm. with Google. Yeah. Um, yeah, even on a just
5: most basic example, if you just type lunch into Google, it doesn't tell you what the definition of lunch is. It gives you
0: locations around you that you can get lunch. Yeah. They are trying to sell you, which yeah. is fine, just when it's ideas, that gets a little touchy. Every time I Google kayak, they just show me extra large ones for the bigger <laughs> man. Um, yeah, I, I'm trying to figure out exactly where this falls in uh, the outrage-o-meter and what could possibly be done about it because unlike some of y'all i i'm a first amendment freak and a free exchange of ideas guy even when it inconveniences me i think i believe stupidly in the power of educating people uh as to what's going on as opposed to asking my wise and benevolent government to step in and and solve my problems
3: unfortunately i think where this probably ends up is uh they go as far as they've gone or go further and try in terms of supporting one side or the other. Half the country says F you Google and goes with some other system. And now we have search engines for people who lean this way and people who lean that way. Yeah. Just like we have cable news channels and newspapers and now shoes, and everything else.
0: Uh, I, I Movie want, stars, music. I want to share with you one of my favorite conundra. In uh, political science. That's one more than one conundrum? That's exactly right. Yeah. Mm. There are so many conundrae to be considered. All right, I That's am... like the third way you pronounce <laughs> the word. <laughs> Several beeves with your use of conundrum.
2: <laughs>
0: you win. Um, uh, so I'll, I'll talk about that in a couple of minutes and in, 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 in lighter fare, too. But uh, this might be the American political question of the next decade.
3: Had a weird, scary thing happen in the emergency room, which I know sounds a little redundant. You're at the emergency room. By definition, there should be something weird or scary going on for you to be there, but not related to me. Right. Uh, Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Armstrong and Getty. The conscience
2: of the nation.
4: At a campaign rally on Saturday, Senator Ted Cruz said that liberals want Texas to be just like California, right down to tofu and silicon and dyed hair. Really? Ted Cruz, you're coming out against dyed hair? (laughs) Your hair is so black it voted against you. Wow. Wow.
3: That's
4: edgy. Told
5: you it wasn't fair, but as a joke construction, (laughs) I like that Ted
3: Cruz could lose in Texas. That's amazing. We'll see. we got 56 days to go. I'm not ready to weigh into that yet. That's a long time, 56 days.
0: I have a bit of enthusiasm for the idea of uh, taking a snapshot of the polls, say, three days before the election, and then uh, matching it against all the results because of, you know, the 2016 poll debacle. Mm -hmm. I did find this kind of interesting,
5: though, the... Ted Cruz said he took a swipe at tofu. They want you know, yeah. they're trying to bring tofu to Texas. Well, Texas produced $61 million of soybeans in 2017.
0: Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> He's lost the, the soybean farmer vote.
4: L-Y-I-N apostrophe. Lion Ted.
0: Oh, man. So I uh, was
3: at the emergency room yesterday with one of our kids.
0: And I'll get to several conundry in a moment.
3: And um uh, I won't get into the end of the end of the stuff on my end, but we're so we're in the room finally. And, you know, it takes forever at the emergency room there. There's lots of people there. I, I've never been to the emergency room at 1130 on a on a Monday morning, but there's still
0: lots of people there. But you finally got past the desk.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, it was actually fairly efficient. But again, there's lots of people there and you got to wait. So but when we finally got in there um, at some point and I don't know exactly what happened. But somebody went berserko down the hall from us. Oh, boy. Us, and we heard screaming,
1: No, God, God I didn't do it! And I can shot it
3: out it! And I thought, is this one of those I'm about to hear gunshots sort of things? Oh, yeah. Honest to goodness. Sure. My wife got over to the door, and she said, You get over here. And I got around the bed in the tiny room. and got over there, and I held the door so it didn't have a lock on it, first thing I looked at. I held the door so that you'd have to, you couldn't turn it if you wanted to come in. Mm-hmm. But this this guy was clearly, had lost it. Out of control. And he was no. screaming, I didn't hurt anybody!
0: I didn't hurt anybody!
3: And I and I thought, I don't know what this guy, but he's insanely dangerously wants to hurt somebody mad. Wow. And I didn't know if he just walked into the building and was starting to, sh- gonna sh- you know. Sure. That's the first thing that popped into my head. Yeah. Which is a, a sign of our times. Because 15 years ago, that same situation, I don't think it would have even crossed my mind. But that was the first thing that popped into my head. Am I about to hear gunshots? What are my options here? Right.
0: Um, they sound like they were few.
3: Yeah, they were few. Uh, uh, but anyway, so then there are no gunshots. And I thought, OK, I'm going to peek out the door. So I open the door. I peek out. And the, there's there's a security guard there. A security guard. I was trying to see. Is he armed? He looks to be about my age, which isn't good. No, uh, he was significantly bigger and in better shape than me, which is good. But I couldn't tell if he was armed or not. But there was serious screaming, and he kind of gave me the kind of eyeball, like a wink or whatever. Like I got this. And I thought, oh, okay, we're all
0: right. Yeah, hey boy, uh, <laughs> another one of these. Yeah.
3: But I had no idea what was going on. Just I don't know. We we uh, we actually had some training on this fairly recently, but um, there was no window. There was no other door. Um. Right. You hope they don't pick your room, I guess is wow. what you do in that situation. Wow,
0: yeah. Good Lord, that's yeah. chilling.
3: Yeah, it that's was. Weird. Oh, and my and my and, and 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 Laura put her hands over Henry's ears. Said there's a the baby crying you're not going to want to hear it or whatever just right. cuz that would have freaked him out. I yeah, mean this this guy is literally insanely mad. All the ER people are just walking around like whatever because I think when you work in an ER, I'm yeah. guessing every experience I've ever had with an ER and it's only a handful it's always craziness going
0: on. Nurses, doctors, orderlies, working in ERs, and and I know we have plenty of them listening. Go ahead. Send us your best story. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Sorry, I just had some of my protein shake, and it's so cold, it makes my tongue work poorly. <laughs> my apologies. What a fascinating lens to view humanity through. The oh, emergency the ER?
3: Room. Oh. I wonder if it makes you... Uh, oh. I wonder if it's nice to not have a boring job. Or if it wears you down to where you hate humanity, mm, <laughs> or any... include that in your note mailbag.
0: It always again, and, you
3: that <laughs> <laughs> and you'd, you'd also see a lot of really sad stuff. Yeah, oh, you, You'd yeah. see a lot of really sad stuff. That's you very know. true. Accidents are terrible. Yeah. But
0: anyway. Uh, <laughs> I uh, think just quick uh, quick uh, show of hands. Can anybody think of a single segment of the show this morning where Jack hasn't brought us down? <laughs> very, very doer this morning, sir.
3: <laughs> Maybe I'll walk the streets today looking for happy people and see if I can change their and mind.
0: you! Smiley, come over here.
3: <laughs> <laughs> What's coming on your news, Marshall?
6: That uh, last-ditch plea to stop a major massacre in Syria. we got uh, not share people. We got California Governor Brown issuing a sweeping clean energy order for all of us. And Jeopardy host Alex Trebek stuns
3: viewers. Coming up. He's still the host of Jeopardy. I thought he was stepping down. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty show. Some new texts between the FBI lovers that uh, raise another interesting point. And who is holding these back and revealing them in drips and drabs? That's, I, I don't get yeah. that part of the story either, but yeah, no stay tuned for that.
0: So very quickly, one of the things that uh, we who think about politics wrestle with is that, you know, a system like ours, getting everybody to vote sounds like a very noble goal. Um, and, and it is. On the other hand, when you're talking about uneducated people in particular and uh, poor people, they vote in enormous uh, numbers. I mean, it, the trend is unmistakable. It's, it's huge uh, for uh, bigger government and for things to be given to them. And so when you are trying to empower the poor, you are empowering one political party over the other. And in a lot of our opinions it's for the sort of government that ruins societies and, and, and you know, it, it brings them down financially uh, and so, uh, you know active suppression of voting is a horror and a felony and should be prosecuted wherever it exists um, on the other hand anybody who speaks in high-minded terms about registering the port of vote is registering liberal voters and any political science will, scientist will tell you that so uh, I just like people being honest, which makes me a jackass and a fool and naive.
3: How about the news now with Marsha Phillips? Issuing a
6: last-ditch plea to the world, Turkey's president calling on the international community to act toward preventing a Syrian government offensive against Idlib, (laughs) the last major rebel stronghold in Syria. In an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal, President Erdogan said the offensive on Idlib would create serious humanitarian and security risks for Turkey, the rest of Europe, and beyond. His I com- would agree. His comments coming days after Iran and Russia backed a military campaign in Idlib despite Turkey's pleas for a ceasefire. Turkey has been st- trying to get things calmed down, and so far they have been ignored.
3: They care about refugees into their country. They're not worried about, uh, I don't think. restive
0: Kurds. But...
3: They're not. Uh, it's not all because, well, we don't want innocents to die. Right. You know, they, they've got their own personal interests there
0: an old erdogan who's a crank um he's been pivoting toward russian away from nato lately so that's interesting that russia could be about to do something that will enrage turkey
3: and so i heard um one international report and there's not that many reports on this because the world doesn't care about this sort of stuff and certainly the united states doesn't apparently our media but um the talk of chemical weapons and this right. and that. And Trump warned about chemical weapons and said, they're slaughtering us with regular weapons. You know, if you end up dead, uh, it doesn't matter a whole lot. Whether it was a, a regular old bomb or or chlorine gas. Sure.
6: California is committed to getting all its electricity from clean sources and eliminating electricity produced by fossil fuels by 2045. And so Governor Brown has signed legislation ahead of hosting a summit in San Francisco on worldwide climate change. Leaders are going to be getting together to discuss this. He has issued an executive order. We will not be using
3: fossil fuels in the state by 2045.
6: Well, Better it...
0: get those unicorns on a treadmill then start whipping them.
3: Is it an executive order or is it going to be a law? I mean, is this the
0: sort of thing that the
3: next governor could say, nah, we're going to go the other direction? I've heard Like both... Trump has done with Obama's executive orders?
6: I've heard both things. Yes, no up, down, but uh, Jerry is pushing hard for this.
2: California is committed to doing whatever is necessary to meet the existential threat of climate change. And yes, it is an existential threat. No, it's no not. No matter what the naysayers may say, I say it nay. is a real present danger I say to California a... and to the people of the world.
0: You're an aged dope. That's what I say. Existential threat. That means it could wipe out the state. How is that going to happen? Well, well, if ocean levels rise 400 feet. Well, and then yeah.
3: the effect California can have on the world. Right. Which is nil. You're trying to lead other people? Is that what you're trying to do? Exactly.
0: You're a shining example.
6: Turns out people aren't washing their hands properly these days, and that's sending plumes of bacteria and germs and FM and into the air. matter, of course. Yeah. By jet dryers in bathrooms. Are
3: you saying what? <laughs> what was the first part, though? People are washing their hands less or more? Aren't
6: washing their hands they properly. 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 Oh, properly. Right. Okay, It's a technique Thoroughly. issue. Gotcha. Thoroughly. Sending the. More bins. than we used to, though? So, has there been a change? Well, here's the deal. Because okay. when you combine not washing your hands properly, and then you use one of those direct, uh, jet dryers.
3: Right? Th- those things are way too loud. Yeah. They bother me. My son, who's got sensory things, he, they make him cry so we can't go into the bathroom. Oh. They're so loud. Yeah. They're like a freaking jet engine. Mm-hmm. And they turn on immediately, so it's perfectly quiet. You're in a quiet room, having a nice little alone time. Wash your hands, dry and press the button. <gasps> <laughs> and just, it's, 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 there's got to be a way to make them quieter. <laughs>
0: Recyclable towels, please. Yeah. What's old is new. Come Re- back for to the towel.
6: Researchers have found that hospital bathrooms with jet dryers have five times as much bacteria and FM than
0: those that just use paper towels. Wow, hospitals by definition dens of disease. Yes. So the report is urging the hospitals to get rid of the jet dryers. Yes.
6: Alex Trebek bringing a new look, rocking a new look in the 35th season of Jeopardy. The game show host stunned viewers when he came out with a beard yesterday. Saying, oh, wow. Bearded Trebek. Yes. Well, I'm stunned. I watch Jeopardy all the time. I'll get a question, answer right eventually. Check
0: and meet Trebek.
6: Trebek was saying things just got out of hand while he stopped shaving during his summer vacation. So he came back
3: out with full beard. This you know. is what passes for excitement on Jeopardy. <laughs>
2: That's funny. i a that. bitch. You
0: know, you know what, Alex? It, it became clear to me uh, last night. And, you know, I'd had suspicions. But my wife, who, uh, you know, anybody who knows uh, the show knows I, Joe Getty, adore my wife. I'm so glad to be married to her. But she's an anti-beardist. She has virulent and troubling anti-beard attitudes. So are most every woman I've ever talked to. It's beard envy. It's Mice, interesting
3: that it's it popular probably among...
0: probably is. It's Freudian. Yeah. It's
3: interesting that it's so popular among dudes yeah. since dudes' number one goal in life
0: generally is to get some sex because yeah. most women don't like the beards. Well, my son ha- is rocking an amazing beard right now. It's it's somewhere between hipster and ZZ Top. <laughs> and uh, I we were sending along it was kind of a throwback thing. I saw a picture on uh, on our wall of uh, my son and I and my buddy Brian and his brother Kevin, all of us uh, pictured post-golf giving the camera an I'm a hard-ass look ran all rocking beards. And, and Judy's comment was that, you know, I just, if it's close crop, I mean, anything more than a half inch, she considers some sort of horror. <laughs> and I, I, every picture I see of me in a beard, I like it. But my wife's an anti-beardist.
3: So you're thinking that's most of womankind, huh? Almost every woman I know, and never, never it's ever come up. They hate it. They think it's disgusting. Wow. Um. But so Trebek is this going to help him get whores in San Francisco having a beard? Or
0: <laughs> oh, geez, wow. I, wow. allegedly? Wow, God, listen, yeah. I put on my underwear. That comment was just perfectly appropriate to the discussion. What is <laughs> not a sick and pathetic attempt to bring, that, to bring down the Canadian icon? What
3: is uncalled for? <laughs>
2: Yes. <laughs> so we're just going to
3: pretend we don't remember the story where he was she out in the hallway. ooching about the hallways.
0: Yes, ooching. His ouching. door
3: was unlocked. Unlocked. Somehow.
5: Right.
0: right. Yes. She, she attempted thievery. He rose naked, put on his underwear, and, and pursued her in the name of justice. Chased her down in the hall. Right. In his underwear. Yes. yes. Tackled her, I believe. I put on my underwear. What do you want him to wear, a suit in bed? <laughs> Poor man was the victim, and you're making him out to be some sort of... Perv. I won't have son it, son of a bitch! Right? Yeah,
6: there you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the
0: nation. What is I'm for? personal grievances being played out on the air for two hundred? Alex, <laughs> Dallas with you. It's a fine man.
3: Yeah, is weak cover
0: story a topic?
3: Because that'd be a good uh, topic for questions. Oh boy so clear what was going on there what's amazing to me is that mrs trebek was going along with it because they were there together right
5: a daily double
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right stop now all stop hilarious <laughs> you're listening to the armstrong and getty
0: show
2: armstrong and getty
0: the conscience of the nation
4: The new article has some disturbing allegations like this one when a television executive says that she entered Moonvez's office to discuss a work matter and he said that he was going to get a glass of wine. He left briefly and when he returned, she said he was not wearing pants. And was aroused. Wow. That is an impressive way to open a bottle of wine. Yeah.
3: Wow. Wow. So what's most interesting about that, of course, is unless they all get together and share recipes or something, that's the just naturally arrived at purvo playbook. Uh, Wow. You just walk in with your wang out, whether it's a robe or your pants off or whatever. This is what they all do. Charlie Rose, Weinstein, Moonves, uh, you name it. That's...
0: And the woman reacts by saying, oh, you have a penis. Awesome. And it appears to be that you have
3: some interest in me. Ready for use. Perfect.
0: Well, well, the most interesting aspect to, to me is that this guy's just disclosed as a rapist, essentially, and they're making jokes about it on late night TV. And everybody
3: else, Isn't that hilarious?
0: What? people yell huh? seems odd to me
5: but. yeah james corden took a much more somber note when he was addressing it also on cbs like stephen colbert but uh there there was a lot of how is this going to be handled when uh when they came back because they were just coming mm. off, back off of like a week and a half of a uh, vacation too
3: Yeah, <sighs> that's something and as you always say you would you would get there where well, you're 60 years old and you're still doing that. It's because it must work. Sure, you, at least sometimes.
5: these 13 women that we're hearing about are the times it didn't work?
0: There, who knows how many times it did? God, and there could Although be, it didn't it could come be, out till now, so yeah. Well, and some of them ended up executing a sex act on the guy, so it did work. Right. You know what I mean
3: executing a sex act that's an interesting phrase
0: yeah well it's i'm not gonna d- describe it in any romantic terms would you like to execute a sex act well no you wouldn't ask somebody to do
3: that that's my point tell you what it would have never occurred to me you know what i'm gonna find out if she's <laughs> willing or not i'm just gonna walk in showing what i got it's time saver I, I would i would have thought i would still think <laughs> <Time-saver>. <laughs> with somebody i barely know or were you know in the early dating phase or whatever I would think they're going to call... But first of all, they're going to call me a pervert. They're going to run out of room, and they might call the police. That's what I would assume. And you'll never see them again. Oh, unless yeah. Unless it's in a court. The last thing I would think is going to happen yeah. is that I'm going to have sex. Right. That's the last thing I would think is going to happen. Right. But these guys, they well, think it will happen, and it must. They
0: have something everybody wants in Hollywood: The amoral cesspool Sodom slash Gomorrah of America that will uh, lecture us on how to live our lives, and work very, very hard to get one party elected. Is that a coincidence? I say no. But I'm not sure what that means. Mm. Anyway, uh, it's certainly an effort to tar all Democrats as rapists. Fantastic. I'm sorry, was that out loud?
3: Yeah. Um, (laughs) 42% of customers paid at least one credit card bill late last year. Uh, I think I probably did. You know what I did the other day? I did this. I never do this. Hmm. Shopping for clothes. I think it was Old Navy. Back to school shopping. And you bought
0: some women's clothes. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's okay.
3: <laughs> no, they always hit you at the register. Do you want to buy a credit card? Sean, you said when you sold shoes, that was the main part of your job. Oh, no, want... I was
5: I was a credit card pimp. Yeah. I was not a shoe salesman. The I only thing I ever no. got checked on was I always credit
3: say, I always say No. But this time, she said it would save you $225 Woo! if right now you'd sign up for the credit card. I'm okay, in. I said, well, how long will it take? And she said, I can make it fast. I'm the number one in the store. And I said, okay. And she did it in probably 45 seconds. But now I got a new credit card, which how many weeks ago was that that I got it? I don't even remember. And uh, will I remember to pay it off and shut it down like I intended? They're counting on the fact that I won't. Right. I mean, that's their, that's their calculation is that you won't get around to closing this or you'll get used to using it or whatever. But anyway, 42% of people paid at least one credit card late last year. The number one reason is? Forgot. Not lack of money. I forgot. Forgot, yeah. number one reason. Yep. I believe it. I had another decent stat I was going to hit you with, too. Four out of five. That's my other stat.
0: An entire industry built on you're busy and you might be late a day. Yeah, yeah. On the other hand, they let you buy stuff you don't have money for. So... (laughs) Little positive, little negative there. <laughs> as, as I'm trying to further
5: educate myself in in terms of financial responsibility, I heard somebody describe the the credit score as just a tracker of how much debt you've paid or how much interest you've paid over, and that was kind
3: of an interesting
0: mm, paradigm for me to try to assume. Kind that of, it's just, it's it's, a, it's how good a bet you are right, so, for a loan.
3: So here's my other stat for you: they ask people how much their monthly subscription services added up to.
0: Oh boy, only six. What? Th- 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 no no no. let's not talk about it <laughs> joe joe's so bothered by it. he doesn't even want to hear about the no topic. i don't even I'm, I'm ignoring that aspect of my life all right let me do that <laughs> only so s- some people with their weight some people with how much they drink i'd prefer not to be honest with myself sir
3: only six percent knew exactly how much you're kind of a weirdo i mean i oh, yeah, if you I know can. off the top of your head oh, no. how much all your subscriptions are but 84 percent underestimated and i'm sure i do because i would think oh that's right my newspapers or, or whatever um yeah i'd hate to add them all up
0: oh man you
3: got uh, your obvious ones you got your cable your internet or dish and internet or whatever i got a couple of newspapers i got a couple of like guitar lesson things i've got i mean i got my 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 music service of sure. your choice yep whatever you're doing amazon prime netflix oh yeah amazon prime i would have forgotten that netflix and hulu Yeah, oof. Geez, I should add that up. It might be, if I had it all added up into one number, I might think, that ain't good. You gotta have a smaller number.
0: You know, if I were gonna write a novelization of my life, there was a pivotal moment for me recently. Would you call it an epiphany? uh, The novel wouldn't sell very well, because it's not a dramatic, pivotal moment at all. In fact, it's stupid. I was ready to uh, pull the plug, uh, yank out my cable. Well, I have satellite. Cut the cord. I was gonna cut the cord. And go online, um, because I figured out with my job responsibilities and all, I can't. I've got to be able to access whatever's hot, whatever people are talking about, all sorts of news, that sort of thing. But I thought, nope, I got this covered. I have this covered. Judy and I talked about it. We were there. Like, we were we were there on Friday. Let's do this. All day Saturday, all day Sunday, our internet was out. Oh, there's some sort of fire Which, at the substation, or something. I can't even remember what it was. One of the tubes was. got clogged. Just right. like <laughs> take a, take a nap all day. It's like a series of
3: tubes. Yeah. What do you do? I had no internet service for two days. Oh, God, you must just uh, you hunker down in a closet and cry. And I said, nope. Well, I watched uh, my satellite TV. Of all the subscriptions I just mentioned, I don't want to do away with any of them though. I like them all. I like all those. Why?
0: I should add them up, though. i bet it's a chunk of money. Boy, when I'm 80, though, and I'm barbecuing rats to eat and thinking about all that money. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Hey, if you get the award-winning fourth hour, we're going to talk to the fabulous Lonnie Chen from the Hoover Institution about politics and trends and that sort of thing. If you don't, grab it on the podcast. Wouldn't be barbecuing rats if we didn't have Netflix all those
3: years. Right. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.